0: Paid artists, unpaid interns, you're listening to our pros podcast.
1: bandwidth yeah my bandwidth's getting fucked because comcast is absolute trash although it would, like i don't know you, you sounded better in the recording like a lot better in craig's recording from earlier so i just might be missing shit but craig might still be getting it so hopefully that's the case
0: I'm sure our audience will understand yeah and if
1: not then we might have to uh we might have to handle that i hope we didn't make
0: Yeah, 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 you know what, man, that intro is music to my ears.
1: I agree, dude, I agree. It's, uh, like, a, it's like a border. A border. Not, not a border around a country, like a border around a beautiful drawing. Ah,
0: a way to capture a slice of reality
1: that, uh, that uh, you know, that you want to make real. <laughs> a way to get in in context get an object into context you know a way to really really put a spotlight on something well today
0: we have a few things we're going to spotlight and firstly we are going to spotlight exactly what you're listening to which is the art pros podcast www.artprospodcast.com is our website Patreon.com slash artprose podcast is our Patreon. And we also have instant uh I, not instant. <laughs> um we also have Instagram. social social media, instant gram. That's what it's called, right? Um uh at paid.artists.
1: Yeah, so go check that stuff out. It's your boy Gage B, I'm here with.
0: Um it's me, Rens B. And we
1: are the art pros.
0: We are the art pros. You are the art pros. Our interns are the art pros. If you do art, you might as well be an art pro.
1: So last week, we had a wonderful guest on, an artist by the name of Benjamin L.M. And we don't normally wax poetic about our guests, but he brought something up that, you know, Renz and I really identify with, uh, or I identify with. He brought up, the concept of America and how much he loves it. He's an Australian artist. Go check out the episode if you haven't listened. But I wanted to get your opinion, Renz. How do you feel about the concept of America? The concept
0: of America is an interesting one. Many of you may be uh, aware of our system, which is called capitalism. It's an incentive-based system, and it is also based on the idea of freedom. Many people believe in America that the roads are paved with gold. In fact, people from other countries definitely believe that, as evidenced by our last episode and our guest speaker, and they, they are entitled to that opinion. I mean, to them, it is true. It is true because the opportunities in America are just different than in other countries, and we have some jarring statistics to explain what we're talking about and we'll we'll get into that in a a second but i have some personal opinions on it because i grew up in the philippines for a few years and i can confirm that the opportunities in the philippines are very different than the opportunities in america so if you grew up there and you moved or immigrated to the philippines uh you might love it just as much as the Australian artist that we interviewed Benjamin last week. So it's it's all about perspective. If you grew up in America and start, you know, you're just living here, you're used to it. It's gonna, it's gonna, your opinion from people from other countries moving here or just looking at America from the outside are gonna be very different. I thought
1: that uh, episode
0: was interesting because of that.
1: Yeah, I think so too. He he saw that he's an artist, a late in life artist who found that America had an art scene where Australia does not. And he he looked at America as a place of opportunity, which I thought was you know, a little romantic. I mean, opportunity is not necessarily handed out to everybody equally distributed, but then again, like Ren said, this is a capitalist system or so they say, and it's incentive-based. The incentive being I don't know, white picket fence, uh, two kids, married to whoever you want, um, sex, drugs, alcohol, mean full time salary of $48,000 a year, which, sex, drugs, alcohol, that blows my fucking mind because I thought I was doing well, but apparently I'm not.
0: That's what the internet says. So it's definitely true, everybody. We just Googled it. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to dispute Google. I can't, I can't stand up against that
1: Goliath by myself. Yeah, I mean, and that Goliath's getting a little hungry, too, because it's losing so much money on ad revenue right now. Japan. Japan's
0: uh, median or, or median... Is it the mean or median salary? The mean. The mean salary of Japan is 37000 Not bad. But the Philippines? We're talking about the Philippines because, that you know, Gage and I have some little bit of a connection to that is a little vested interest 11,000 11,000 that's why a lot of people in the philippines from my experience they work here save up for a long time and move back when they're they're a little older and they're living large you know you come over to the philippines with a hundred grand you're you're a millionaire. You're set for life. You could buy a house. You could buy land. You could you could hire people to, to help out on your homestead. Whatever you want, you could have a nice condo in Metro Manila. That's like the New York City. That's the downtown of of the Philippines. Imagine living that metropolitan lifestyle just in a high rise for you know a quarter of your life saving up, saving up that forty eight thousand dollar a year American salary. Last I read and researched on a couple of years ago. The American dollar is the Philippines's number one export. You 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 exchange that monetary value, and you send money back home to the Philippines, and it's like
1: five to ten times more. You know what's wild, man? That eleven thousand dollars statistic—that's the average, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were to take all of the salaries and divide them by the number of people, that's the average. But the median income in the Philippines is under $8,000. That means 50% of the working population in the Philippines makes less than $8,000 a year. 50%. 50%. That's wild. That's wild. We should move there and live like kings.
0: Hey, it's, it's an actual idea. It's happened. I've seen it before my own eyes. Relatives that I've had here, like grandparents' cousins and stuff, they moved back, and their house is gated, they're in gated communities, they got, like, a driver and security guards and, and people cooking their breakfast, cooking their spam and eggs, raising chickens. Yeah. You could start a business when you get back, you could, you could like, start a, a small corner store,
1: you could raise and sell eggs, you can, people, people will buy your eggs. I know that the guy who started 8chan, that uh, online forum site, like Mm -hmm. fucked off to the Philippines when the heat got a little too high in the US and just like lives out there off of like a million dollars or something. Frederick Brennan, who founded but a later
0: distance himself, from the 8chan message board that has given encouragement and visibility to violent extremists is facing arrest in the Philippines
1: in a cyber libel case
0: That dude probably uh, bought his own island <laughs> Yeah he could, that, that's a lot of money Let's so on average on average the American dollar is 50 pesos in the Philippines So a million dollars is 50 million pesos
1: Damn, that's crazy. That's a big number. I couldn't even count that high.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like things in the Philippines are 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 much 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 cheaper. Especially normal stuff like things you need to live. Food. Like you could spoon? buy them for You could buy that for like 10 cents, 15 cents.
1: Damn, that's fucking crazy. To the bro.
0: dollar. Yeah. Like if it's food and many other things, That you need for life. You're pretty much set. Like bills are another thing. But like once once you start getting into consumer products. That's when it is actually equal to the American dollar. Like unless you're buying knockoffs. Which are of high quality. If you know where to look in the Philippines. Then you're paying normal price for those Jordans at the mall. In American dollars.
1: Damn, that's crazy. So, yeah. like, if an American were to go there as a tourist with just, like, you know, average, middle-income commercial goods, you just look, like, like, very wealthy over there, huh?
0: Oh, yeah, people would be, like, I don't know. They, they'd think you're rich. People over there in the Philippines will judge you by how you dress, how you look, and
1: your complexion. Damn, so if I slide over there with a pair of AirPods, will they just assume I'm Bill Gates? Yeah. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen someone's
0: gonna think that. At least one person.
1: They'll be like, They're oh, gonna think shit. you got
0: money. They're gonna think you got money.
1: That's just how it is. He's light skin. Is that Prince Harry?
0: Yeah, man.
1: Well <laughs>
0: <laughs> Prince Harry. I yeah. instead of the name Harry, I imagined like a hairy person for some reason.
1: synonyms wait no that's not the right word homophones homophones Uh, homophones yeah i'm homophonic
0: homophonic does that mean things that sound alike but with different definitions or spelling yeah that's
1: exactly what it means welcome to the english pros podcast everybody welcome
0: welcome welcome when you listen to the art pros podcast we guarantee you will at least learn one half of something Every episode. If you're lucky, maybe five things. Dude, that's, I feel like, better than the average class for adults. These days, I mean, you ever get bored in the classroom, Gage? You ever get bored and you're like, damn, this is boring. Hell yeah, brother. Well, well, that shit doesn't happen with the art pros. We're experts. the art
1: pros. Experts. The best. It's in our name. Why do you think We, we chose it? We are who Donald Trump aspires to be. Just kidding. (laughs) I hope not. But we are big brained like that. We're huge. We got huge brains. Huge. Our brains are so
0: big, we did about 17 minutes of research. Don't tell our boss. We recently promoted Craig. Now recording. Our robotic recording specialist. And now he is our boss. We we promoted him (laughs) so much
1: (laughs) that we have to answer to Craig now. It's actually fucked up because, like, I feel like Craig's been slacking this episode. Like, we might get, be getting a little robotic. And it's, you know, it's actually perfect because every time something goes wrong at my job, I love to blame my boss.
0: Hey, that's what it comes with the territory, doesn't it? You have to be able to stand up to those uh haters if you will the people that will say it's not my fault because i don't run the organization
1: yeah that's true
0: yeah they got to stand up for you it's a responsibility and they can't just blame you either you know they have to be able to say "Yep, yeah, blame me it's mine if they're willing to have that title the d title director the the c the, that title titles with
1: acronyms you got acronyms in your title shoot you better take that blame the name of your title so big you, you need to save breath because if you said it every time you told someone your title, which you'll do a lot, like, oh, I'm the CFO. I'm the COO. I'm the CEO. Like, you, you say it so much because you're never working. You're just networking all the time. You know, you got to have an acronym when you're at that level of professionality.
0: Yeah, I hope our listeners don't, um, don't think we're just talking about random stuff because actually we're leading up to very important topics that we extensively read about for 15 minutes. Nah, we
1: should... Yeah, we'll just keep telling them that, Renz. We <laughs> uh, really, <really> planned today. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, we, uh, we did a lot of research. This is definitely not a filler episode. This is not that episode of Naruto where they, they go to the village and they save someone who has no consequence to the, to the plot at all. Um, this is an episode about them getting new haircuts. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Very important. Very, very... Relevant to you, the listeners. Now, Renz, okay, so Renz texted me this morning. Uh I couldn't tell if he was freaking out or excited or he just wanted to give me a little information, but he texted me this little this little article from, from a little website called forbes.com I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Uh little pretty small publication. Renz, do you want to go into uh into what you were trying to alert me to today?
0: Yeah, man, I do. You want to know why? Because the words in this article were so big that uh, and important looking that I didn't, I didn't really know what to make of it, except that this headline incited fear and concern in my heart. And that headline has to do with money. That headline has to do with the world economy. And before you hit stop and leave our podcast, I want to explain to you how important this This is important because it has to do with the central banking system. Don't get bored yet. This is not a boring topic. It is about interest rates. God damn, I sound boring. But trust me, this is interesting because this does not happen often. This is a sign, possibly, of desperate measures. This is called negative interest rate. Um, well... Hopefully people understand what I'm saying right now. Let me do a one, two, two, one two, three test how now brown cow about our United States economy. And I'm going to be throwing out a lot of difficult to understand keywords to everybody. And I'm not just throwing shade. I'm telling the truth. We're artists. Come on. Accept it. We don't know shit about money.
1: We're art pros. Come on. Accept it. We don't know shit about money. Our economic
0: literacy is low. That's because we we didn't study that in in school. We studied we studied culture. We studied how to make people
1: happy. We studied how to make people think about the world. While you were studying finances, we were studying paintbrushes. While you were studying interest rates, we were studying paintbrushes. We as artists have demonstrated that uh we are the superior cultural intellectual beings who uh, seem to think that we don't need to know sh- jack shit about money. And I was reading this article. I'm like, wow, this really sounds like it affects us. Like it really sounds the Fed, you know, Donald Trump wants the Fed to have negative interest rates, negative. That's a- That means bad things, right? Negative, bad, um, you know, sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the Fed is talk- the Fed doesn't want to do this, but Donald Trump wants the Fed to uh, have us have negative interest rates on loans and shit and like I'm reading that I'm like what's a loan? And then I remembered that's one financial term that I do know very well.
0: And I'm not going to lie. I was alarmed when I saw this headline
1: even though I had no
0: idea what it meant. And I was alarmed because money it affect- it-, it might affect me. And the money. Fed when you put fed in front of something, man, that's that get, starting to get real. Like, I get goosebumps when someone says that word too close to me. Fed. Fucking fed. I, I, I'm just fed up by it. Sorry for the corny joke, but here's what it is. We'll break it down as well as we can for you. Normally, when people put money into their savings account, and mind you, this, this I believe, just affects um, savings accounts and what are, what are called bonds. See, as I explain this, um, my artist will, will come out more and more, but basically normally, you get more money because of the interest rates if you hold money in a savings account. The administration, the presidency, is trying to say, hey, it might be a good idea so that people Will have to pay to have money in savings accounts, and you you might be thinking, oh no 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 no! I have money in my savings account, so so I can accrue wealth, so I can have some some
1: wealth without doing anything. So that and interest, if- so that my so that my money will produce money called interest on the principal of what I put in. So I put in two thousand dollars, I get four percent back from that a year. So, that means by this time next year, I should have $2,080 without having put another cent in.
0: When you have a negative interest rate, it is the opposite of having a positive interest rate. So, say you have money in a savings account, and the interest rate is positive. Every month, you will get whatever percentage of that interest rate back paid to you for having money in that account. When the interest rate is negative, you have to pay to have money in that account. If that makes you angry and upset, so are rich people who have billions and billions, maybe millions and millions in savings accounts. They are going to have to pay so much more than the normal person. Now think about the implications of that. Think about the 1% people, the people who have sway, massive, gargantuan amounts of clout because of their bank accounts. They're not happy about it either. And I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because the idea of negative interest rates comes from the government thinking, Oh, if we, if we force these people hoarding their money, not taking any risks in the stock market, to have to pay to have money in their savings account, maybe maybe that will inspire them to take more risks, because hey, instead of paying this interest, maybe I can just use it to buy government bonds or some other complex economic thing that I don't really understand. The idea is, instead of paying for your money in savings and losing money, maybe you might want to take some risks. This is definitely, does not sound like anything for the normal person. The average person with thousands of dollars in their savings account, maybe hundreds and thousands of dollars might start getting concerned there but this see why i'm confused my feeble artist's brain just cannot wrap its mind around it but for some reason it sounds really important for some reason it sounds like it's going to affect us down the line if this decision happens or doesn't
1: happen so so this negative interest rate would also affect loans right you you go to the bank and you're like i need a ten thousand dollar loan and normally the interest rate on that i don't know I don't know what how your credit is, but let's just say it's it's 4%, right? So what is that like 400 bucks? So, you know, you borrow $10,000 and then for every year that it takes for you to pay it back, you owe an extra $400. So this time next year, you'd owe $10,400, right? With a negative interest rate, they would actually take out that 4% and you would owe Nine thousand six hundred dollars by this time next year, and and like Ren said, this is supposed to stimulate our economy. It's supposed to incentivize people to spend, you know, take out that ten thousand dollar loan for a couple pairs pairs of Yeezys, hoping they go up in value. So you know, it sounds like a, a decent thing to incentivize regular people into into buying, right? But like Ren said, this affects your savings account too. So imagine imagine this. You're Warren Buffett, you have a huge net worth, right? And in one of your savings accounts, you have like 2 billion dollars. Yes, it's one of them. You know, yeah. Every year, off that 2 billion dollars, you have, you know, you get a 4% interest on having that in your account and you make another, let's see, let's crunch the numbers. Uh, 80 million dollars every year by letting your money sit, right? That's a lot of fucking money. But if we have a negative interest account, if we have negative interest, then you're losing $80 million every year. That's a lot of moolah, baby. You know, like you said, our feeble artist brains, maybe we're missing something. But in this Forbes article, one of the people quoted us to saying that the negative interest rate is bad and that it'll crush the American economy is this man Warren Buffett. And I, I, you know, I, just, I just wonder if someone who has such an enormous net worth, whose entire livelihood is, is made off of moving money around, not actually contributing things to society, but simply buying and selling at the right time, um, I wonder if he might have a vested interest in himself not losing money. I wonder if maybe, maybe his needs uh, don't reflect the needs of the American economy. I'm conflicted, because on the opposing side, our president,
0: or not our president, if you will, our debtor-in-chief, they like the idea. They said, and I paraphrase, I could get used to me being paid for loans. Maybe he's in debt. Maybe not. Maybe he doesn't have any money in his savings account. Who knows? He would love to get paid to borrow money. So Warren Buffett thinks it's a bad idea. Number whatever president he is, I don't even want to entertain it, thinks it's a good idea. And I'm sitting here drawing drawing Perry the Platypus over se- like just noticing this article
1: in my feed. And I don't know which side to pick, man. Yeah, dude, I'm conflicted, too. Because, like, on one hand, you have, like, an uber-wealthy person who didn't contribute anything tangible to society uh, saying it's, it's a bad thing. And then you have this other guy that people really don't like, that you might not like, who's saying it's a good thing, and, and you really don't know which side to pick. And because I went to art school... Because there's no financial literacy involved in that. And most people don't become financially literate ever in their lives. I have to go with my gut based on who is saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, what does Keanu Reeves think about this? Because I can trust Keanu Reeves. I can trust Nicolas Cage. I need Meryl Streep to tell me if a negative interest rate on the Fed is a good idea.
0: I do know, Gage, is that they are currently filming The Matrix 4. Oh my God! If that is any indication that Keanu is making moves in the cultural side of things, then you know what—I'm—I'm going to be all—all all about it. I—I'm going to follow Keanu's uh footsteps here.
1: Maybe I should just go out and try to be an action movie star. God damn! Thank God he's so naturally good-looking because you know him getting makeup for The Matrix would. Be breaking a couple social distancing rules.
0: Since we're speaking of average amounts, I wonder what Keanu Reeves's average lines per movie is. And like, I'm counting if he says
1: like "Whoa," that's one line. That's an entire line. Well, there's so much depth to that "Whoa," you know. There's a lot of
0: depth, and that that just comes with his character uh emphasis i guess uh it works it works for him it works for his face he looks stoic he has he has that type of energy he exudes it you can see his aura his stoic his stoicism is written all over his face um i would say 50 50 unique words per movie and if oh. you calculate that every you know his average salary per movie it's millions of dollars per word. What a boss. That's what I'm saying. That's why, you know, you could look to Warren for, for advice, for comfort, for, for knowledge. You could look to the president if, I mean, I don't know if any of our listeners will ever do that. But I'm looking towards Keanu Reeves. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at The Matrix 4. I might watch the trilogy again.
1: I might learn something. Are we in the Matrix? Is that what we're gonna find out with Matrix Four? I'm gonna bet we are. Shit, certainly feels like it. It does. Every every day we stray farther and farther from reality, right? Should've eaten that
0: goddamn blue pill.
1: Oh, to stay in.
0: Not I should've taking eaten any of
1: the red pills. Oh, it's the red pill. The red pill is the one that tells you that you're that you're in the Matrix. The blue pill is the one that keeps you. <laughs> Should have eaten the damn red pill. I want to take both. I'm a true centrist. <laughs>
0: uh, I wonder what... Maybe The Matrix 4 will address that. Negative interest rates? Yeah. Should have a whole movie explaining it.
1: Like a documentary. You know what they need to do, man? They need to come out with like a... a like a Barney or like a Sesame Street for adults that's just about like financial literacy. like Like Rick and Morty part 2. Just call it that so so people who think they're smart watch it and are like, "Hey, maybe I'm bad with my finances. I could use that."
0: It's a little much. The name's a little much of a stretch. It needs to be cuter. What about something like Wally Street or something? Ooh,
1: Wally Street. Wally Street.
0: Where all of the puppets are rich. And then you could have Big Boss Bird and he's a huge asshole. And he's always trying to fuck someone over. And you can have... um, Oscar the Groucho Marx. Oscar the Groucho Marx, who actually lives in a very expensive high-rise hotel, but he has the least expensive high-rise hotel out of everybody. Not hotel. Uh, Condo. Well, maybe he does live in a hotel.
1: Maybe he lives in a hotel. That's still a huge flex. He, he doesn't have quite the wealth that his contemporaries have amassed because he, he chooses to travel from garbage can to garbage can, seeing America's wonders and the world's wonders. He
0: lives in a hotel garbage can, is what I was trying to say. That he, he owns: a
1: fancy hotel garbage can.
0: He owns the hotel, but it's a, it's a four-star hotel.
1: Uh, isn't isn't uh, Oscar the Grouch doesn't he live in, in New York? I what you... his garbage can now is really valuable
0: i feel like i've seen an episode where it tours the inside of his garbage can and it has like furniture and shit
1: yeah no like and that's about the size of a regular new york studio apartment right a garbage can <laughs> yeah something like that from what i understand
0: well if i mean if if, if we're literally talking about that size and scale it is true but you are going to pay much less than other people, maybe like $1,000 a month for a garbage can-sized apartment.
1: That's pretty good for New York, man. I was thinking about starting my Broadway career.
0: Uh, I heard Oscar has some uh, listings on Craigslist.
1: Different types of garbage cans around the city. He might be b and one of them. Damn. uh, The garbage can landlord. What a scumbag. I mean, who
0: knows? Maybe... See, the thing about Oscar is... He might, we might be unfairly judging. He might be somebody that saves money and doesn't spend anything on anything. So he's saving thousands and thousands by living comfortably in his can. He might be a millionaire by now. You know, he might be putting aside his money for when, whenever he plans to retire. And next thing you know, he's going to buy a bigger garbage can. The ones with those plastic lids that flip up. It, the, big, the big wide boys. Not, not the metal one that he lives in. The industrial-sized ones. One Maybe the ones
1: you rent when you're uh, destroying a house. When you're deconstructing ex- it, you need to haul. Exactly. Or,
0: hell, he might even have enough to pay for a garbage truck so he can tour the world. It's like an
1: RV for this guy. Bigger, can. even. His summer home is that garbage can, but his, his full-time home is an entire waste center. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch is totally against the negative interest rate. Uh,
0: maybe. Maybe. He might be immune to it. He might have so much amassed that it
1: doesn't matter. He might have a bunch of it amassed in, like, uh, I don't know, some sort of offshore bank account.
0: Um, speaking of offshore, and since we are on the topic of negative interest rates, We did also read that some other countries have already implemented this, and because we only did 15 minutes of research, we're really not sure if these countries are doing, like, well or better because of it. They're probably fine because those countries are Japan, uh, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, the money countries.
1: Wait, you're telling me that Japan, the home of Inuyasha, the, the mother of all anime, has a negative interest rate, and they're doing okay?
0: They still do, um, but I know they've done it. I know that uh, some of them did it during the 2008 market crash. Mind you, I have no clue what any of this means. What's a market crash? Um,
1: I guess that is when... Oh, that's when the line goes down and becomes red. That line... <laughs> that line that my dad's always looking at i never really understood it um like what the line is but it's like kind of you know what i'm talking about it's like jagged uh yeah it
0: kind of looks like uh, the swiss alps but more intimidating
1: yeah and i don't know why people are always looking at it for so long it's like not even that it doesn't even look that good like if we're going for abstract art like i'd much rather look at a gerhard richter or something it's just a line like, I, I don't know, am I, am I missing something? Like, what's so important about this fucking line? It's bad art, really. I don't know, I kind of like it. I like minimalism, though. You're a fucking weirdo, man. I'm a romantic, okay? I don't care about the line. If it goes down, if it's red. Uh, I don't care if it goes up and it's green. Like, I, you know, it has nothing to do with me.
0: Speaking of lines, man, I know we got another hot, hot, hot topic coming up, but I'm going to make a B-line to the toilet. Because my bladder is in the red right now. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Um, So, pardon the interruption, but we will be right back shortly.